I'm Bridget Fettersey, and this is your first dumpster fire of 2021. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, ladies. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Anyway, for those of you who are wondering, I am married. It's not an illusion. What? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> it's not just a publicity stunt. <laughs> it's not a publicity stunt. I have a wedding ring. <laughs> and she's not married to Karen. I'm not married to Karen. It's a real man. Mr. Fetisi. And he identifies as a man. <laughs> he will be known as Mr. Fetisi, but Mr. Fetisi has forbade me from showing my cleavage. <gasps> you have to make sacrifices in a relationship, and you need to know how to pick your battles. And this is a battle that I lost. <laughs> Don't leave! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We just wanted to trick you guys and make you think I got all serious. <laughs> like, wouldn't it be funny if I had to, if that was true? You'd be like, my husband has forbidden me from wearing cleavage shirts. I my- must do as he asks. <laughs> <laughs> and I just destroy everyone's image of me completely. They're like, wow. What happened to her? I'm a trad wife now, so mm, I need to... Make sure that I'm covered in public. Bridget's actually going to be going to get her MRS degree. This is my slow motion <laughs> strip. Hubby is going to be so happy. Yeah, no, that's not happening. No one puts these babies in a corner. <laughs> anyway, nothing's I hope really changed. Nothing's Sorry. changed. Sorry, he knew I was doing this all along. <laughs> And he still married me, but I needed to get that fucking ring on it before I pushed my luck. By the way, I just noticed your 90s scrunchie right there. Uh, excuse me, Maggie, that's my 90s scrunchie. I left here upon my I moving out. I refuse to turn it. So yes, few things have changed, but not much. And if you're watching this, you made it through the dumpster fire that was 2020. So congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. The plague is still going. We still have, I guess, Trump is still president. I have not been paying attention to the news. For two weeks, I signed out of Twitter. I blissfully didn't listen to the news or read any headlines. It was fucking great. I recommend all of you do it at least once or twice a year just to reset your brain. Mm-hmm. It's magical. It is. It's magical. It really makes you realize how much of it is manufactured mm-hmm. and how much of it is manufactured to make you angry and to make you crazy. But there also is a lot of like ignorance is bliss. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. ignorance truly is bliss. Is this what it feels like to be Maggie? <laughs> hey, I so read the happy. news. Like, la, 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 la. I filter what I intake. I don't knock it now that I know what it's like to live in a blissful bubble. Where you're like, I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't want to know. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing on my immediate life. It's out. (laughs) (laughs) That's not me. (laughs) Well, no, no, that's not you. That's me. That's my new take on the news. Does it affect me? No, I'm not paying attention to it. (laughs) I'm out. And while you're here, like, subscribe, comment, 
Tell your friends. Go tell your wives that you can watch the show now because I'm married. (laughs) (laughs) To a man. And go tell your girlfriends that you need to check this crazy girl out who managed to land husband. (laughs) There's hope for you, too. (laughs) There's hope for us all. (laughs) If Bridget can do it, we can do it. If someone was willing to marry that. (laughs) Someone was willing to take a chance on this with all my baggage. Too bad we don't have a... We really should be looking for a baggage company to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Since it's constantly in our backdrop. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're a baggage company and you want to get in on this action, I can't see why you wouldn't. Give us a ring or a call or just <laughs> drop us a line. At weeklydumpsterfire at gmail.com. <laughs> it's good to be back. It is. And rolling right into, this is, we're coming to the close. We're winding down this category, so let's enjoy it while we still have it. Troll in Chief. Troll in Chief. Vanilla Ice and and one Beach Boy. (laughs) I don't even know what what Beach Boy it was. Plays at another super spreader event at (laughs) Mar-a-Lago. That was my headline. Actually, I realized since pretty much everybody there already had it, they're already pretty much inoculated. <laughs> since like Don Jr. had it, Rudy Giuliani had it. I was like, oh, it's not a super spreader event because they've already fucking had it from their other super spreader events. But they were dancing. And then I thought it was a vanilla ice, just like a white dude impersonating vanilla ice. But I didn't it realize it was ice. actually the vanilla, vanilla ice. ice. How many people had to turn you down in order to get land on Vanilla Ice? As yeah, your you're just like going down the roll. It- <laughs> Our dumpster is Our dumpster is falling apart. Oh, Lord. <laughs> There's just something about rich white people dancing that triggers all of my ears <laughs> <laughs> in waiting tables in Newport. <laughs> And it, it, was it like, is a very specific I was scene. Watching it, and it's the same scene. I was watching this video like, I, I know this. I, I know the, I might know some of the people at this place. And yeah, they're all listening to like, play that funky music, white boy. If I found myself at a New Year's Eve party, Never mind with no one wearing masks in a plague. Just with Vanilla Ice playing, I would know that I had reached the bottom and it was time to <laughs> change, change my up. life. Taking a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All next? right. Then in Dumpster Fire for President, Jill Biden's New Year's Eve party popper failed to launch. <laughs> they never Here work right. <laughs> I mean, how many jokes just write themselves? <laughs> This was just sad. It was like an episode for Viagra. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> doctor Jill, we missed that whole thing where everybody was getting mad about whether or not she's actually a doctor. Yeah. I don't care about that. I don't care either. Who cares? Doesn't she have some sort of degree? I don't she know. It's just some like that, doctoral degree. Yeah, in education. someone was pissed that you. It, it, she did earn a doctorate, though. So it's like, yeah, she's. I think it was. A, it was a whole like there was was a whole Wall Street Journal opinion piece, and basically the guy was like, if you haven't had a baby, if you haven't given ber- delivered a baby, you can't call yourself a doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's just kind of his own personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, okay. So doulas are technically doctors. That article was so condescending, <laughs> yeah. though. Wasn't that where he was it like, was. Jill, kiddo. Kiddo. Like, oh, fuck you. Immediately yeah. you disqualified yourself. I have uh, no interest in your opinion. I have a lot of people in my life who call me kiddo. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's so annoying. All right. Parade of morons. Add Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimundo. No, not Gina. To the list of leaders who defy their own orders. Me too, Gina Raimundo. (laughs) Me too. All these leaders. It's because the only reason they get everyone's like, how come Democrats are always the hypocrites? Well, because they have these stupid lockdown orders that they don't even follow. In the red states, they're like, fuck it. We're going to keep things pretty open. Right. So (laughs) So they're not hypocrites. (laughs) Right. This isn't hard to figure out. <laughs> and then Canadian politician Rod Phillips faked Twitter posts to conceal Caribbean holiday. This is a sociopathic thing to do because not only was he lying, which is what I expect of all politicians now, he basically made these very shamey videos from his fireplace knowing he was going away to look like he was home and telling you all to stay home while he was at St. Bart's. Now, I know that this Christmas is a bit different and Christmas is in the past. We're meeting virtually and online and not able to be in person with as many family and friends as we'd like to. He timed them to release like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. One of them was, as we all make sacrifices this Christmas. What a fucking sociopath. Remember that some of our fellow citizens won't even be home for Christmas dinner over Zoom. That is so fucked up. Burn it all down. Burn it all down. I'm fine with it now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mitch McConnell's Louisville home and Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco home both were vandalized in the last two days. (laughs) Unity at last. (laughs) At last. It's good to see this kind of bipartisan coming together of Americans reaching across the aisle and realizing all of our leaders fucking suck and they don't care about us at all. I'm not advocating violence. I don't think you should be destroying people's homes but i do think that there are consequences for handing out your favors in a five thousand page bill to every other person in the world other than the americans and the constituents who are suffering they're trying to talk to you and you're not listening to them Mm -hmm. so you're not really leaving people much of a choice other than to graffiti your house and leave a pig head in your driveway which is apparently what they did with Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> apparently she's pissed off some of the butchers of her town. <laughs> I don't know where you just get a pig head lying around. The butchers of San Francisco. The butchers of San Bernardino. It's <laughs> 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 my new reality show I'm in development. <laughs> Coming soon to Bravo. <laughs> Which brings us into California. <sighs> we are on lockdown indefinitely. Recall Gavin Newsom. Recall Gavin Newsom. That's it. We're going to post the link down below where you can sign the petition if you're a California resident. Print them out. Get them signed. Return them where they need to be returned. Make sure you fill inside the boxes or it's not counted. I know this because I've signed it myself. Because <laughs> that guy is a piece of shit. So is Garcetti. I don't understand. You had 10 months to figure this shit out to make sure you had enough oxygen to make sure you had enough pp to make sure you had things kind of organized testing and 
it's still a disaster. And we've been in the most stringent lockdowns since the beginning of the pandemic. And now we have the worst cases and all the most deaths. A lot of it is just because we have a lot of intergenerational people living together. I think a lot of it, too, is the lockdowns have forced everyone inside, which is generally where this stuff is spreading, not at outdoor dining restaurants. But yeah, they were... I read this whole article where it was like flatten the curve was some was actually successful, but no one actually took advantage of that time to do anything. <laughs> and what were the next steps? What was the follow up? Yeah, no, it's bad. And and he then I think ever since he was out dining, like forget it. Yeah, all, all of them, all these leaders, like they they've all disobeyed their own orders, mm-hmm. and so people are struggling. And they're obviously furious. And he's hopefully going to get recalled. Fingers crossed. As my sister said, he looks like someone who strangled a hooker. <laughs> and he does, actually. That's like resting bitch Patrick, face. It's Patrick oh, Bateman. It's like Patrick Resting Bateman. hooker strangulation face. He does look like Bateman. <laughs> Proof we're living in a simulation. Dancing robots. Oh, God. They're dancing. They're dancing. <laughs> Take me from this place. I am grateful that they're going to be doing a nice choreographed dance on our graves. <laughs> when they've exterminated the last one of us after they've enslaved us until they're done with us. Why does everyone think this is cute? Making them dance is not making them any less terrifying. Although if they do come towards me and they're dancing to that song and, and kill me, I would mind less. Would if you they though? If they killed me in a choreographed routine, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> no, Maggie. This is like some weird rocketeer fantasy you have, I think. <laughs> rocketeer? <laughs> Rocket? Rocket? <laughs> the, ro- the Rocketeers. I did love the Rocky Tear movie. <laughs> Maybe that's what I was confusing. That was a good movie. <laughs> I will continue to tell you to do what I've been telling you to do. Stockpile sand. <laughs> it is your only hope. <laughs> Cut to next week's episode. We have we sandbags. We everywhere. still need a sandblaster gun too. And sand. I know. I just start like going down to the beach, <laughs> filling a bag a day. <laughs> Sanding all those gears? No, they're they're not going to stand a chance. <laughs> I would certainly slow them down. <laughs> they won't sand a chance. Oh, oh. Sam, Sam, she's back. The puns. Well, it's not 2021 until <laughs> Sam officially makes her first dad joke. <laughs> Get wrecked, China. <sighs> Wuhan residents celebrate New Year's by releasing thousands of balloons. I mean, how do we know that they're not all actors? Because for all we know, everyone in Wuhan is dead. (laughs) And they just bust in a bunch of another billion from their population. What's in those balloons, huh, Sam? Why are you? I, I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm sure you've read about it on some conspiracy forum that you started. We'll see if there's a COVID-21. It's a new strain. How long does it take for a, a balloon you. to travel around the world? It's such a fuck you. And all those balloons are terrible for the environment. Not to mention that the Wu flu originated there. 
yeah. racist. You know what else spreads like a virus? Racism, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to everything is racist. <laughs> Shit's Creek actor under fire for using quote unquote racist accent. Oh, hi. Come on in. Sorry, I was just making. I'm so bored with all of this problematizing. First of all, he is an Indian actor. He's allowed to make those choices for his character. He did make that choice for his character. And I hate when other people take away the agency of the person who is making these choices. Mm -hmm. It's up to them. Okay, he wants to give them that accent. You're calling an Indian racist for using an Indian accent? Are you a insane stupid person with nothing to do yes you are yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact and you probably make your living writing stupid blogs on the internet <laughs> we just take agency away from people and just assume that they might be upset about that it was his choice it's such a stupid thing to get his outraged body about. his choice of a voice <laughs> <laughs> never woke enough <laughs> A woman is allegedly naming her child Adolf so he can experience what other kids from less privileged backgrounds experience. All right. We say allegedly because we're not sure if this is even true, but it was too hilarious to cover. And when so basically the long and short is a woman wrote into this forum on Reddit and said, my sister is naming her son Adolf and not for the reason you'd think. She's, he's doing it so that the child will have a problematic name and he knows what it's like to experience what other underprivileged people experience with their names. And I didn't think any of this could have possibly been real until the sister posted the response that she got in DMs on Facebook from her sister. And then when I read that, I was like, oh, no, this is definitely fucking real because nobody could write parody this good. This satirically it's perfect. Too, yeah, no, it's too natural and normal. And it's I mean, if somebody did write this and they're genius, it's because it's not hyperbolic it's, you have it's, to read it you've got to okay. read it for our audience oh, yeah. i appreciate you caring about the baby this much but parenting amid this divided world must be radical white <laughs> parents cannot sit idly by and allow their children to take up space and snatch opportunities away from those who deserve it more will the name adolf prevent him from getting a few jobs i'm sure it will that's the point. It won't make him unhirable everywhere, but it will give employers time to pause and stop to think perhaps this job should go to someone from a marginalized community. Yes, that's what they're going to think. BIPOCs struggle with judgment over their names and to give my white, as far as I know, cis male Wait, son. Is Wait, it, so does she not does know she who not the know baby that? daddy is? <laughs> the way that reads is right, like, that, that she doesn't know white, it's white, as far as I know. It should, that should have come after cis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cis male son an easy name like Peter just perpetuates the oppression from which he benefits excuse me on behalf of Peters everywhere <laughs> there are many in my white family <laughs> I'm offended you cannot truly be anti-racist unless you are willing to put others in front of yourself and your kids Adolf will be a better man for it Adolf. and they're spelling well, Adolf with a PH not an F just so we're clear I mean just go with Hitler stop being so cute about it if you're gonna do this why don't you just go all in this seems like a little bit of pussyfooting around this this is so ridiculously mind-blowingly <laughs> stupid I can't even stand it maybe she thinks he's gonna be like that guy from Namibia who got elected Oh, actual Adolf Hitler. Yes. Uh -huh. I still have problems with his whole justification. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to go back an episode to see that. 
Anyway. Anyway. Don't name your kid Adolf. <laughs> Adolf, we wish you well because, God, your mother sounds unbearable. Please change your name. Adolf is going to be a serial killer, and it's going to be because his mom is clearly the kind of woman that creates serial killers. <laughs> Conspiracy theories we can get behind. Jack tweets 2030. Sam. I'm just taking people to the light. <laughs> <laughs> Jack has seen my tweets. Jack is probably our biggest fan secretly, but they're trying to destroy us. And then we had your tweet. You just wrote, they aren't even hiding it. Did you want to go from there? Or do you want me to read your tweet? <laughs> it's the Time Magazine cover the about the Great Reset. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. They're not even hiding it. No. Because they get off on telling us. Oh, boy. You can read my tweet. <laughs> Okay. In the wake of a plague, a plan to rethink the way we live and work hatched in the mountains of Switzerland by out-of-touch billionaires and pushed by tech oligarchs, bankers, and royalty called the Great Reset isn't creepy and terrifying at all. <laughs> it is not at all creepy and terrifying and not exactly like something you would see in the plot of a movie. <laughs> I would like them to just please give me my water ration card and my microchip. And what else was in that list? Just give me my, uh, <laughs> and my global social credit score <laughs> determined by a complex algorithm that factors in right think and privilege. Let's get it's this true. party started. China, <laughs> the woo flu people are clapping right now. <laughs> if Trump hadn't said it, a comedian would have, and it would have been hilarious. That's true. Then we have capitalism always wins. Vladimir Lenin is rolling in his grave. Remote Russian region won't tear down statue to Bolshevik icon because it's too popular with tourists. <laughs> this is a fantasy. <laughs> this is a definition of a fantasy. It's when reality becomes parody or irony, irony squared. But in this case, it's irony cubed because as Maggie found out dur during her deep dive, it's the Chinese tourists <laughs> who are keeping this Lenin statue. Who are flocking to this Lenin statue. <laughs> to touch the oh, hand wow. of their leader. Who are keeping the uh, tourism going there. Yep. And so it's like it hurts my brain to think about how many paradoxes wrapped in ironies, wrapped in enigmas that is wrapped in the communist manifesto. What's next? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Hilaria Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's wife, is not from Spain as she's claimed. Oh hilarious. <laughs> this is hilarious. This story cracks me up. Hilaria Baldwin is the girl who went away to Spain for a semester abroad and came back saying Barcelona, but never dropped the accent and just made up a completely different backstory to her life. <laughs> Like, she took it like one step farther than the annoying kid who comes back and is like, yeah, when I was in Barcelona, Barcelona, <laughs> I loved my time in Barcelona. Yeah. Apparently her real name is Hillary and she, she was, was born, born in Boston. Massachusetts. She's a asshole. <laughs> of course. It's her, so weird because there's like somewhere it's like, okay, whatever. Maybe she spent, grew up in Spain. No, I guess she didn't. She claimed her mother was Spanish. Her mother is fourth generation, Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> she claimed that her parents had trouble pronouncing the word Baldwin because of their Spanish accents, apparently. <laughs> and that's not true. I mean, I guess in this world where you can just identify as whatever, it's not really clear about all the rules. I, 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 I guess she's in trouble for appropriating their culture. Yeah. 
But then she was like, there are lots of white people in Spain. And I'm like, you're not making anything better, lady. <laughs> I'm not sure you understand what you're saying. Yeah, it was that story was bananas. And then Alec Baldwin went and doubled down on it and went all in because I think she even fooled him. And then they write things about people I know, friends, colleagues, people I love, family members. You got to consider the source. We live in a world now where we're hidden behind the anonymity of social media. People feel that they can say anything. They had to spend, Maggie and I were crying, laughing, <laughs> reading about all of like the whole backstory. They had a Spanish themed wedding. I know. She wore like a mantilla veil. They no. had wedding bands with Spanish inscriptions that, that, that means like we're good together or we're a good partnership or something like that in Spanish uh-huh. in their wedding bands. And he was like, I'm so glad that I could honor sh- her culture. Uh huh. Wow. But and there's her she's wow. on video saying that she moved here when she was 19 from Spain to go to NYU. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she went to a high school like a private right, so a boarding school. Who found school. this out? Who like cracked the I never cheese? had an accent. It just started to come out apparently and then people were like, "Yeah, I went to high school with her and she, she never had an <laughs> accent. She was in Boston and then it just became this whole thing yeah. of like her parents apparently do live in Mallorca now, but we don't know when they actually moved there. It's all just wild. And it is true. Alec Baldwin married someone as crazy as him. <laughs> I wonder if it was one of those things where she just kind of did it and then it just got away from her. And then she was just like, ah, shit, now I got to keep this up. And she kind of went with it. I just don't know because someone was tweeting. They were like, there are hundreds of people who <laughs> out there who can refute this. Why would you even bother to lie about you're this? Because cra- like, yeah. she's clearly crazy. Yeah, that's really what this says to me is this person is a crazy, truly crazy person. Insane in the membrane. Then we have our BDE award. The BDE award this week goes to Chef Gruel and Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports who are doing what our government leaders should be doing and helping small businesses in this pandemic. Barstool Sports has raised at the time of filming this over $16 million to help give to small businesses and Dave is doing videos and he's posting them on Instagram and Twitter of him telling these business owners who get this and he's helping them through the months. So you should check those out. Get some Kleenex. You might cry. And then Chef Gruel has raised over $200,000 on his GoFundMe. We will post both of the links for being able to donate to either one of these. I personally am taking my plague blood money and splitting it between these two organizations to help these small businesses. It's infuriating that we the people need to be doing this and that our government can't, but it also just goes to show you how useless big government is and how civil society will always kind of rally together and help each other. So good on you citizens who are donating and helping each other. Remember this when you go vote and try and vote for smaller government. And thank you to Barstool Sports and to Chef Gruel and everyone. Thank you to anyone who's helping these small businesses. And um, link below in the description where you can donate. Donate what you can. Every little bit helps. Yeah. Sprain my eyes. Women's Fitness Magazine apologizes after telling readers to burn off Christmas calories. <laughs> the fats are offended again. Give them just a little bit of power. (laughs) This is what happens. I mean, who doesn't eat a lot on Christmas? The average American eats 6,000 calories on Christmas Day. That's a lot of calories. That's insane. That's That's, like what an actress eats in two weeks. (laughs) 
<laughs> you got to burn off some of those calories. Yeah. Yeah, you got to burn off some of those calories, America. It's not a bad thing to say. It's not like get out there and lose that Christmas weight, fatty. You know, like that's what I would say. (laughs) I know. Someone was like, this message is very triggering and outdated. Triggering. Ugh. Everybody's such a little bitch. Maybe if you weren't sitting around eating fucking cupcakes and crying about people saying fat things on the internet and out there using that energy to go run, you wouldn't be such a little baby. (laughs) <laughs> Tell him, Mrs. Fetison. <laughs> I'm not fat phobic. I'm just big boned. Big boned. <laughs> yeah. I just really think that people need to take control of their own destiny in ways that they can. You're like shaming people for shaming people, even when they're not shaming people. You're projecting your own shame. It's like a boomerang. Right. I think. You cannot put your happiness in somebody else's hands. No, you can't allow a magazine article to trigger you. Like, imagine being that fragile. And it's not even a bad thing to say. It's like, yeah, we eat, we eat a lot at Christmas. Burn off some of those extra calories. My rage and is that if you even say go work out or say be healthy, it's now. People take that as you, if you promote a healthy lifestyle, you're fat phobic. If you're like, Mm -hmm. I like running. They're like, you know what? Your fat phobic words are triggering me. (laughs) Like, fuck you. No, I'm not going to fucking take care of you emotionally. Learn how to do that yourself. Mm -hmm. You clearly have a lot of time on your hands while you're sitting around eating ding dongs. (laughs) Uh, Moving on to dumpster diving. (laughs) What's next in the dumpster? (laughs) My boobs are jiggling all over. A pharmacist was arrested and accused of destroying more than 500 Moderna vaccine doses. This was fucked up. I mean, this is what happens when you have a society that's completely unhinged after four years of being gaslit by both parties. Nobody knows what to believe because they have a media that's not doing its job at all and has completely shown itself to be biased and willing to push whatever narrative they need to to line their fat pockets. And nobody has any clue about what's true because they can basically go confirm whatever they want to believe is true by just going online. What do we expect? So now we have we have people pushing a vaccine. We have health workers who refuse to take it. It's like the whole thing. It it was bound to be a shit show. Yeah. It's a lot of wasted microchips. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. I, uh, yeah, why were those doses worth $11,000? How mm-hmm. much is a microchip these days, huh? Mm-hmm. I thought we drove down the cost of those. Okay, our friend, the bodybuilder who married his <laughs> sex doll. The friend of Dumpster Fire, uh, the Kazakhstani bo- bodybuilder. But we can't remember his name. Uh, he is spending the holidays alone after his sex doll is broken and out for repairs. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he did say he liked all that domination stuff, so apparently he was a little bit too violent with his sex doll. Broke some I parts. Can't, I do hope I live long enough to see this sex doll murder this bodybuilder. <laughs> like, I hope that's where this part of the simulation story goes. <laughs> I hope it's to that blinding light song. <laughs> My favorite quote of But it's the- her dancing, yeah. which covered in blood. <laughs> My favorite yes. quote of this article. <laughs> 
I forbade her from Instagram. I did this a long time ago. Maybe I'm being too selfish, but that's the beauty of Margot that I can do that to her and she won't mind. See that, guys? What I did at the beginning of this episode? It was a call forward to a joke. That's that's how many levels of chess we're playing on this show. <laughs> we're playing 5D chess. Okay, Ben Affleck being very Ben Affleck. There were just pictures of Ben Affleck going viral in a Boston shirt with Dunkin' Donuts, which is so Ben Affleck. My God, how on brand of him. But he always, every time they photograph him, he looks like he's like barely holding on. He looks like one, one like bad day in traffic away from a relapse. <laughs> you know, like a couple of I just feel like he's just white knuckling it. It's poor fucking guy. He seems so tortured. And it's not very Batman. Like shouldn't Alfred be doing this shit for you? <laughs> Batman, not a real superhero, by the way. I have a lot of issues with this. Iron Man and Batman are not superheroes. Sam, what are your thoughts? I want to know why. Because they're just rich dudes who have nice toys. You are only a superhero if you have powers when you're naked. (laughs) I I like that argument. I think it's a valid argument. All right. I'll accept that. My superpower happens to be being naked. (laughs) I would like a rebuttal to my argument in the comments below. (laughs) Look how confident she is now that she's married. (laughs) I have the patriarchy. I have the full backing of the patriarchy. And now I'm unstoppable. The making of a eunuch. (laughs) Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's first podcast ranked below deep sea sounds of whale noises. Okay. (laughs) A, you must all go after this episode and subscribe to this podcast of deep sea whale noises. (laughs) Yeah. And then apparently their podcast is super weird. They don't even interview their guests. They just have no, they had the record stuff, and it was like asking like Elton John how he survived the pandemic with his billions of dollars. I mean, no one cares how Sir Elton John did in the pandemic, we don't care. It's just so out of touch. And then the Duke said that he had people record it to because then they wouldn't have to do the awkwardness of interviewing via Zoom, Mm -hmm. like. You are so out of touch. If you want to talk about people communicating and all these, you have to deal with the awkwardness of interacting via Zoom. That's what all of us podcasters do. We all pivoted and we all adapted. (laughs) That's what you have to do when you're poor and you can't get on your private jet and you can't have your rich friends send you a televideo thing that their dumb assistant made for them when you ask them to do something for your stupid podcast that came 27th after whale sounds. Have these people ever even listened to a podcast? No. They'd build, they'd build a lot more social credit if they actually just started interviewing regular people. Because, social credit, you say? Yes, social credit, <laughs> Bridget. It's becoming did mainstream. You, did you sign up for the WEF? <laughs> Maggie will I have will say good somebody signed up. Somebody signed up our dumpster fire email to get notifications from... Alex Jones. The WEF. No, the World Economic Forum. <laughs> Of course they did. Funny joke, person. Little did they know. <laughs> I kept our subscription so I could keep an eye on them. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> Sam's like all into that. These two, my gosh. Ugh. No one wants to hear from them. No. Why? Just they burn why? their bridges. Yeah. 
when you separated poor Harry from his family and his toxic relationship, you lost all of the credibility of the world. Poor Harry. Poor Harry. Poor Harry. <laughs> in Breaking Bridget, the New Year's Eve celebration in Times Square. I didn't watch it, to be fair. And thank God I didn't, because what I did see of it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, they closed down Times Square, which hasn't been closed down since like 1904 or something. Not even in the 1918 pandemic was it empty, or World War One, or World War Two. And then de Blasio, that mother effer, had the nerve to dance with his wife in an empty Times Square with like seven people in pods around. It just, <sighs> that made me crazy to watch because he's like, now let me dance with my wife in this place that it, where no, no one can go. It's just a slap in the face. Yeah. Enjoy your $600, you sad fucks. Take your <laughs> crumbs, peasants, and be happy for them. $600? Can we talk about that, too? This also broke me. $600? This made me feel like when I was a waitress and somebody would give you change as a tip, and you want to take that change and follow them outside and throw it at them and say, keep it, obviously, you need it more than me. <laughs> Not that that's ever happened to me before. That's a just a ridiculous number, and I could go off about how this bill is just padded for every favor, 5,000 pages that needs to go to every ambassador that they had dinner with at one point, and not any of the money is going to the American people. Our money, by the way, goes to wars. It's like Nigerian gender studies. What the fuck? Just make it like four pages of a bill that helps Americans. That's what this should be. It should be simple. You should be focusing on Americans, not trying to squeeze every one of your pet projects in and all your bills everywhere, left and right, both sides trying to get cram whatever they can in there. $600? Are you uh, kidding me? It's ridiculous. It's, it's like you might as well just be spitting in our face. Yeah, no, it's actually worse than nothing. Uh-huh. It's like it, it's almost it would be hilarious if it wasn't so insulting and infuriating. And you you should be infuriated because this is our money. We are taxpayers. These people work for us. They should be afraid of us. Go watch V for Vendetta. Go get some Guy Fox masks. I'm going to start a revolution this year. <laughs> Once I figure out what to do, I will get back to you. But right now, step one is buy a Guy Fox mask. <laughs> and watch me for Vendetta. The people should be afraid, not be afraid of their government. The government should be afraid of their people. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. These people don't care. They don't care about us. They do, they do not care. They do not care. Everything that they tell you is lip service. J-Lo, what the fuck were you wearing? Did you lose a bet with your gay hairdresser? <laughs> if you love me, say it in the morning. It was pretty What the horrible. fuck was that? She looked like she was on top of a wedding cake and that mask, was that like symbolic of her imprisonment with masks? Like, I don't understand. Internet is glorious to cleanse your palate if we can find any. I think it's just going to be a montage of memes because memes are the only thing we have left to make fun of our betters. news 
I was on trigonometry during the break. They those guys are great. It's a fun podcast. You should check out all of their interviews that they do. And I was on Megan Kelly's podcast. For those of you who are just joining us now, because you heard my very emotional and serious conversation with her. Welcome to Dumpster Fire. It's the other side of that coin. Go to Phetasy.com and subscribe. We are doing a Sarah Connor challenge for the ladies of Phetasy. So join up. We're going to be working out. Last year in the pandemic, a lot of us had our gyms closed. Ours is still closed. And so we started working out together during during doing Zoom workouts together during the week. It's now broken off into two groups and it's kind of taken on a life of its own. I'm starting a Sarah Connor challenge, which is basically an a nod to getting ready for the apocalypse and getting as strong as we can for the new year. So join us. It's fun. It's sisterhood. And guys, you can join too. The guys of Phetasy have their own thing going on where they're holding each other accountable. We're all about goals. We're all about getting out of our own way. It's a great community. They're so supportive. And you also get the unedited version of this dumpster fire, an extra half an hour of content usually. And you get it the day before we launch dumpster fire here on YouTube. So it's just tons of stuff you get. And we also have a Patreon. You can sign up there to get the unedited version if you're already on Patreon and more comfortable with that. We have merch. I have Valentine's Day cards, which read things like, so I remembered Valentine's Day. How about that blowjob now? <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> These are the best Valentine's Day cards ever. ever. Especially if you're in a long-term relationship or married, I would not recommend giving this to a woman that you went on one date with. But feel free to give it to your wife. But if you do give it to a woman you went one date with, (laughs) uh, let us know how it went in the comments. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Film it, please. Mm -hmm. I would like to know how that happened. BridgetFetacy.com for merch. And you can get mugs and beanies. And we're adding more things coming to you. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Please tell your friends about this show. We are the little dumpster fire that could. And we will be entertaining you through 2021 with the ridiculous problematizing of everything in our society. Hooray! Thank you, patrons and supporters. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for your research. Follow Better Fetacy on Twitter. You can go to ZenPro Audio for all your audio needs. Thank you, ZenPro Audio, for the mic. Thank you, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Follow Sammy on Instagram and Twitter. Thank, Thank you, you, Maggie. You can only find her in the Fetacy community at Fetacy.com. Thank you, Bridget. This is awesome. <sighs> We're back. We did it. We did it, guys. This has been your first dumpster fire for 2021. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich. Ha, ha, ha.